Stand Podcast. Cool. And we're live. This is Matthew, and welcome back to You Deserve a Drink, the Scent Podcast, talking about everything scent. And well, we have a short episode today. We gotta zip through this because of scheduling constraints. But I know right off the bat, uh, Rizzle has a lot to talk about in regards to social currencies and role based on some exclusive chats that he had with Connie and Skinny. So do you want to update us with the conversations that you had with, with those two users? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I was, you know, been sort of curious and, and watching this experiment unfold with social money ever since, you know, I feel like role exploded onto the scene, like what, two months ago or so. And it seemed like everyone jumped on board and, you know, we're throwing a ton of social currencies around and everything. And, and you know, I've always always sort of interested in what happens after, like, the hype dies down. And what you're seeing is, like, somewhat predictable. Some people are sort of, like, dropping off with their usage of it. And some people are still going full speed ahead. I, I had remained, like, pretty skeptical about, like, the whole concept, honestly. Because, I mean, if, if you look at Roll's website, it seems like... I'm the only one winning <laughs> with this social currency experiment. Uh, like, uh, you know, very few people have redeemed anything except for Marvel cards, except I've like hoarded a whole bunch of free art uh, with the social money. So I'm like, is, is this really working for anybody? Or is this just like become some like strange way for people to funnel their artwork into like my trust wallet or whatever. So, so I, Talk to Connie because I, you know, as as we both know, I feel like Connie's constantly coming up with new ways to use it, and and Skinny as well. And I was really anticipating them sort of like having a lot more negatives to discuss about it, but I was totally wrong. Honestly, both of them like really had a lot of positive things to say, and I I think the rub that maybe I misunderstood or anticipated, and and maybe other people did as well, is I. I feel like when people signed up for social currencies and role in the first place, they really felt like this was their ticket to selling more artwork and this was going to put them on the map and translate into increased sales of their stuff, which I would still be like somewhat skeptical that that's the case. But the, the commonality that I found between Connie and Skinny is both of them are really utilizing the social currencies more as a way to just like drive traffic and like continue to create hype and reward people and more like social interaction with their stuff, which is, is what we talked about. Like if, if you're going to do this this is way more of like a long play than it is like a, a get rich quick type of thing where you, you throw something out and people flock to your uh, open C page or whatever and start buying your stuff. And, and so Skinny and Connie, I feel like are both very good at marketing themselves. And so the long and short of it is that they both seem to view this as like one more tool in their toolbox to increase interaction, to drive traffic, which of course the long play is to translate into sales and everything. But I, I think the people who were not anticipating utilizing it like that, it, it's become like somewhat of a slog where it, it requires uh, you know a decent amount of effort to keep it going. 
Skinny seems to feel like he's got a pretty good routine going with it. Like it was a decent amount of setup, but now he, you know, throws a QR code into the videos that he's already editing anyway. He figured out how to do his thing. And, and now he's just sort of like part of his weekly situation. And, you know, to his credit, he said he's been selling out of stuff left and right lately. And, you know, social currency sort of came on at the same time he increased his marketing overall. So, you know, it's hard to know what directly results in what, but it certainly seems like if used correctly, it's an awesome tool to drive traffic, increase engagement and everything. But uh, I, I feel like the rest of everyone seems to be getting somewhat discouraged or frustrated or, you know, you're just not seeing as much hype about it beyond that. Uh, what what are you seeing on your end? Well, I'm not someone that's super active in utilizing the actual social money, not, not as much as you are, at least. I've collected a bunch, but I haven't even thought about redeeming it. Just going back and checking through the site, though, I see that there's a couple things like MLibT, like his Lonely Warrior, Paper Toy. Like that looks pretty interesting. But I mean, honestly, I, I've been focused elsewhere. I've been, my attention's really just been on scent and super rare. The other tokens that these artists have, the only thing that I'm really waiting for, to be honest, is a way for me to buy their their social currency with money so that I can get some of their exclusive social money rewards. Just because, I mean, I'm not such a huge fan of like clicking through QR codes or going on like scavenger hunts to get something, even though obviously I know that other people like do dig that, including yourself. So I'm just kind of lazy in, in that regard and, and looking for like that that next innovation where users who don't want to go on to those scavenger hunts can actually just like buy the social currency for the rewards. That's where I'm coming from. That's totally seems like the next logical step, right? If I'm if I'm sitting on eight thousand hue and the thing that I want is ten thousand hue, I should just be able to shell out a little bit of money for that extra two thousand to to get to what I want or whatever. And um, honestly, I'm sort of surprised that that's not like a thing already. Even if it's not necessarily on like a you know formal exchange, but just through roll uh, itself or whatever. Because yeah, I think there there's there's some cool artwork up there that's nowhere else uh, that I'm working towards as well. And there's a few few artists who I'm close enough that I'm like, ah, I would totally throw five bucks to get the extra social currencies or whatever to, to push me over the edge. But yeah, I think you're right. For for every person out there like me, there's a, at least one more person out there like you who's wants the artwork, but isn't interested in chasing down like fractions of a cent worth of social currency. You got to like really enjoy the chase to to be down with that kind of thing. Yeah. And I was talking to Skinny, well, I spoke with him last week recording a spotlight and we were talking, I guess, a portion of our conversation. I'm, I can't remember if it was the recorded part or the post recording, uh, but he had thrown that idea around where he may just start charging or give the option to users to, to buy his social currency. And I highly encouraged him to do that at the time. So hopefully he starts doing that and, and sets a trend for other creators to do that. But I mean, like you mentioned, Connie and Skinny also mentioned during your conversations, social money is just like another tool in the creator toolkit. Again, like for, for people like us who have just set up our CryptoVoxel plots, like what's next? Do you have any plans and how to utilize your plot heading forward now that everything's set up? Yeah, well, I, that that was my main thing as well. I, I spent a lot of time tinkering around and got it set up and 
Right. So then it's all set up and, and your, your stadium looks ridiculously awesome, but right now, now you got this big empty stadium. What the hell do you do with it is, <laughs> is the next iteration, I guess. And, and it sort of made me feel like, you know, get, getting your stuff set up on crypto voxels is basically like just getting to the starting line where the real work begins. If you're trying to like, you know, show it off and, and like anything else, I, I think it becomes like a traffic driving situation um you know utilizing the social money we, we both talked before about how like hiding some stuff throughout your place like gets tracked there but again for for people like you and me it's like even if you drive a lot of traffic there then what <laughs> you know then you got a bunch of avatars wandering around your place can you count on you, you know is it a big art collection that you're trying to sell is it just something that you're trying to show off how much effort do you want to put into you know, getting people there and everything. So again, I, I mean, I almost feel like CryptoVoxels in, in its own way is the same thing as the social currencies. It's it's another tool in the toolkit. It's not like I got, I set up all my artwork and then the offer started flowing in. I don't know how much time you spend in your, uh, you know, Epic Stadium. Do you see people like come by? Have you seen any like increased interaction with any of your art or, or what have you learned from your experience? Well, I got a couple extra bids this week for a few pieces hanging in the stadium. I'm not sure if it came from the stadium. I need to look at the analytics there. But the only person that I actually saw in my stadium was a lot of money himself like, as he was designing it. Uh, admittedly, I haven't like, been hanging out there every single day. So I'm not sure what's going on. And I, I do need to check the analytics. But last week, I, I did peep that NFT advent calendar giveaway that our friends at Mintbase are putting on and that we've also have a day in the coming weeks where we're going to be giving away some really cool marbled centerpieces. But when I went there, I was like, holy hell, there is a grip of people there. People are hopping around, they're chatting with one another. I feel like that's that's the play. And again, like of course, Mintbase and Caroline over there, their marketing push was was very solid. Obviously, I mean, they coordinate this very well, but I mean, it's it just being like tenacious, making sure that you meet your deadlines, making sure that you broker the deals ahead of time with the partners that you have that are giving stuff away. But with the turnouts that they've been having, and it seems like it's been quite a success, like if you really do want to drive people to your plot, and I want to do that too, like doing something very similar to that seems like the play. The one critique I would have of that NFT advent calendar meetup in Scavenger Hunter is that it wasn't entirely clear like what I needed to do. Like I knew I needed to find some URL somewhere, but clicking on it, like how to click on it, like that wasn't entirely clear to me. Like the rules, I guess, for whatever event that people are are hosting in order to drive traffic to their plots, I would just suggest that anyone doing that in the future clarifies those rules or like what you want users to do in this new virtual world because it's it can be confusing. Oh, dude, totally. <laughs> I, I've showed up a couple times and I trust me, I, I love the initiative. I love the concept behind the NFT advent calendar. 
but I've showed up a few times and I have no idea what the fuck is going on. It, it's like so confusing. And there's like all these avatars wearing all this weird shit, like flying around and everything. And I mean, it's, it's cool. I, I showed up, I feel like, you know, after showing up three or four times, I must like get the learning curve down or whatever. But then I, I showed up again yesterday and was like still wandering around like aimlessly or whatever. Okay, good. It's not just me. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's super confusing. And a couple people seem to have figured it out. And they're just like raking shit in. And I was like, I was trying to be that person. But I, I need like a flying tutorial or something in crypto voxels. Uh, <laughs> my, my avatar must look like, you know, a total degenerate, you know, crashing into walls and everything. And, and I really, I'm like a decent video game player. It can't be that complicated but for whatever reason i'm finding the controls like fairly clunky you know it's this is all like trial and error right it's the first ever time anything like this has been done so stuff like this is is bound to happen and i can tell that they've been tinkering with it like day in and day out they tried to like make it a little bit easier for people on the one day and you know make the instructions a little bit more clear I do have to say it did take me to some really weird places on crypto voxels that I had never been to before. Did did you end up in like the pool club or whatever? There's like a a swimming pool with like locker rooms and everything <laughs> and I'm like who the hell is taking the time to put all this together? And then I'm like why? Like no one's you're not buying anything at this swim club. Your your avatar can't even swim in it. So I'm like, is this truly just like someone like a, like a Minecraft type of thing? Like someone just wanted to build this and just took the initiative to do it. But so I caught blackbox.arts and Max Osiris's giveaway. And that giveaway was just hidden within the actual NFT advent calendar, like their plot that they have at Minbase. What was the, I guess, day and then who was sponsoring it? And then why did you go to like outside <laughs> of Minbase's plot? That's interesting. I don't know, man. I, I, it was the one day where there was like three portals that you had to walk through. And it took me like way too long to figure out that you can't just literally walk through the portal. You have to click on the link in the portal. But then you, the link was only clickable from one side of the portal. And by the time I figured it out, I think the giveaway was over. But I finally figured out how to click on the link. I'm pretty sure that's what took me to the pool club. But then I still had no idea like what was going on really or, or what I was looking for, uh, but ended up taking like a nice tour of the, the, the fitness center and the pool club. Um, so I don't know, man, it, it's, I still think it's really cool. I'm, I'm sure there's like a way to streamline it or, or simplify it moving forward. But mm-hmm. I don't know, this, this is what sort of makes the whole thing like weird and cool too, is that it's just like a brand new concept and idea. And we talked about it before. So many people are involved in this giveaway and the turnout is is legit every, every single day i've probably shown up five or six times now in, in the past couple of weeks and every single time i've shown up i want to say there's at least like a almost a dozen people there milling around trying to figure out what's going on yeah, um, there's like 20 to 25 people when i was there it was a big gang for yeah. crypto voxels in one place i hadn't seen that many people since um the la crypto art show that max osiris had thrown which is pretty cool yeah, and, and you're right. I mean, I'm I'm certainly more familiar with Mintbase after this whole thing. So this is like some solid like marketing, advertising, like using crypto voxels in their toolkit type of situation. So, you know, by that end of things, I, I feel like this experiment was a success for them. 
and it, it's it's going to be cool to see how people continue to use the space moving forward because you know I, I still feel like we're just getting out of the starting gate with the possibilities and everything yeah well you and i we need to think about like how we're going to structure our giveaway for our day <laughs> i'm already starting to feel the pressure but <laughs> i feel like that'll be a nice forcing function for us to to think about how to use our own crypto voxel plots which i mean they're valuable properties i think i know you're just you're leasing yours right now but thinking about how to use that now, I, I feel like that is a wise decision uh, to start focusing on, at least thinking about. So well, I'm, I'm looking forward to that exercise. But do you, do you want to move on and talk about some of the posts that you were digging on Scent last week? Sure. Let's see. Uh, new artists popped up. Uh, I, a Peruvian guy, Marco Acosta, uh, posted some awesome uh, pencil sketches. or Not sketches is, is underselling it. Uh, amazing pencil drawings that uh, he's done, which a little bit different than the type of art we've normally been seeing. D- Demon Tiger has been doing this Christmas mandala series, which is cool, man. I, I really am digging the whole like community holiday vibe thing we've got going on with the NFT advent calendar and the Christmas mandala series. And uh, it's cool, man. I, I feel like as a, as a scent community, we're all sort of like getting ready for the holidays and everything. And, and uh, I don't know, it, it just is a good feeling. Um, oh, dude, I've got a question for you. Who the fuck is Dr. Stefano? <laughs> have, you been, have you been looking at Dr. Stefano's shit at all? No, 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 no. Who is this? Dude, it's either love, art, hate, alt account. <laughs> or there's another person out there somewhat similar to Love, Art, Hate, uh, just posting about like the strangest things. I got into like the weirdest conversation with him. Uh, Piandex joined in the conversation. And some of his posts are totally nonsensical. Some of his posts are almost nothing, like a series of like uh, symbols and everything. Dr. Stefano had DM'd me like, I want to say like a month or two ago, just saying like, hi, I'm Dr. Stefano. And then I said like, hi, Dr. Stefano. And that was like the end of the conversation or whatever. (laughs) And then like periodically he keeps popping up. It's got to be one of the weirdest accounts that has popped up in a very long time, uh, in my opinion, which I love. I'm like, wow, this is a very strange thing to interact with and, and have gotten into some like goofy conversations with uh this person but i'm like if this is not love art hate then they should hang out and like have a beer together or something because these are like two peas in the same pod uh otherwise yeah i'm following stefano now s-t-e-f-f-a-n-o yeah they kind of remind me of like a a written sissy wrist you know sissy wrist has like those one word titles and really cool looking graphics but like zero explanation or context to go with it. Um, so the viewer is left like thinking like, what, what is this? How do I interpret it? How do I experience it? From the post that I've just perused of Stefano, it's like just the written form of, <laughs> of that. <laughs> right, right. Dr. Stefano is all over the place, but I've got to say he has captured my attention at the very least. And, and one of these situations, again, where like not one post is quite like another and some of it is like totally nonsensical, uh, but, but almost makes sense enough that you're like scratching your head and you're like, wait, does this make sense? Or is this just Dr. Stefano like messing with me or something? So 
I don't know. That was sort of one of the stranger uh, things that have popped up on on my radar this past week. What about you, man? Yeah, so I, I caught a couple new users. Uh, the first one, Function Jaw, uh, they had a post titled "Squared Cubed." I'm, I'm a sucker for tile art. I don't know why. It's just like the texture of it looks cool and the colors and things like that. But Function Jaw utilized an AI to color and put together this tiled square looking thing just looks really cool but then the thing that really caught my eyes if you look at it all the tiles are the same size except for this one green splotch and i was just like oh man is this ai evolving like why are they fucking with me (laughs) like putting that one tile making it four times the size of all the other ones like what's going on here why would the ai do that and then function draw was just like, yeah, that's what happens when you give the AI uh, the power. Huh. <laughs> I thought that was funny. And then uh, Ross Pelly hopped on scent and they had a nice post titled crypto art will be the standard for future digital art. Basically echoing everything that we've been talking about, the, the same drum we've been beating in terms of thinking about digital possession, crypto art, blockchain, how it relates to digital art and collectors in the space. It's just a nice, quick, short read. Um, summarizing a lot of uh, the themes that we've talked about. Well, we talked about PNDEX already with all, all the the wearables that they're putting together for CryptoVoxels. But I saw their zombie head post, which is just an awesome mask, but it's also smoking. And they have like the smoke voxels. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. That was really sick. I love what PNDEX is doing. I hope they keep doing what they're doing in CryptoVoxels. Dude, you had mentioned this other post that stuck out to you that I, I would appreciate a breakdown of the this NFT scribe, the, the post by Conlon. Can you help me understand like exactly what that is? Oh, yeah. So basically what Conlon set up was a smart contract that allows the NFT holders, for example, like myself and yourself of whatever art that we currently hold, to actually annotate and leave messages associated with these NFTs such that if we sell these NFTs later on, these messages will forever be linked with these NFTs. And what could possibly happen with this is that a site like OpenSea, for example, adopts this standard and provides this tool to all the users on its marketplace to annotate their NFTs that they're currently holding. And to be clear, like once we sell an NFT, we no longer are able to annotate it. The key thing is that the Ethereum address wallet that you possess, that you will use to sign the message authorizing whatever message you want to annotate an NFT with, it also needs to be associated with that NFT. So the thought experiment here is, for example, what happens if John McAfee scoops up a piece by Love Art Hate and he just like leaves a message, McAfee was here. But that message was obviously left by John McAfee's known Ethereum address. Like, will that help increase the value of that okay. NFT by that clear association and that like interaction by that famous person? Interesting. Yeah. It's a, it's a fun little exercise. It's a cool little build. I was speaking with him today. I annotated one of the marble cards that I owned of my own sent profile page. So I was just giving him some thoughts on building that out and, and making it a little bit more social. But yeah, I mean, I thought that was a really cool project by Conlon. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a really awesome concept. How how does that play out like right now? Like, let's say I I buy your marble card or you you send it to me or whatever that's that you have annotated. 
like how do I see whatever message you've created under it now? You know, where where's the message live at, at the moment? You go to like common.github.io slash NFT dash scribe and you enter in the address of the NFT and you'll see all the annotations or lack thereof for most of them since most NFTs have not been annotated. And yeah, that's the cool. current status. And you can do this in, in CryptoVoxels, uh, which is pretty cool. You go there and you can just literally inscribe it uh, within CryptoVoxels. Still super early days, still working out a few of the kinks, making it smoother. But I'm interested to see like what other tokens have been annotated. So I suggested like, hey, just setting up a quick feed where we can see the NFTs that have been annotated by whom just to kind of get this going. Because as it stands, it's, it's just a tool and nothing more. But it would be interesting to see if like that social proof would help encourage more people to, to annotate or something. Totally, man. I, I mean, I, I feel like that's a really awesome concept. I mean, the, the one of the first things I thought of is like the trophies from, you know, a while ago that No Shot was giving out. It'd be cool to have them like annotated with like exactly what you want it for, like the date, uh, you know what I mean? Like all of the details of why you acquired this NFT in the in the first place. I mean, obviously, there's like a broad range of applications for it. But this seems like one of these ideas that is like, how is this already not a thing, right? It, it, it seems like it should just be rolled right into everything um, that, that's uh, out there NFT-wise. Mm-hmm. Well, do you want to get into Centerpiece? Sure, man. Take it away. This week, it, it was an easy choice. Lazarus2571, aka Gary Cartledge, aka like a million other different pseudonyms across the interwebs. But he put out a new work titled The End and the Beginning. It's it's probably his most elaborate and detailed one yet. I know he he himself stated that he thinks that this is his best work, but I really like it. It has like UFOs, it has Jesus Christ on the cross, it has LA in the background, it has TVs, it has like deep messages, it has like binary code showering down from clouds. It's it's really interesting. And I, I'm a big fan of of the experiments that Lazarus puts out there. And I would have to agree with his own self-assessment that this is probably my favorite piece that he's put out to date. So of course that's going to be my centerpiece. What was your centerpiece this week? That was a great pick, man. Love Lazarus. Um, my, my centerpiece was uh Skinny's post about the glitchmas uh, market loot that he scooped up during uh black box dot arts uh, promotion, the, the glitchmas promotion where she had a lot of people contribute uh, I, I was somehow way late on the game. I didn't even find out about it until like the last day or two. Uh, a lot of people contributed to it. And skinny, I was trying to get a few things, man. There was a Max Osiris piece I, I had my eye on and my Ethereum wallet is like totally depleted. So I only had a little bit of money to work with. I was waiting until the last minute and fucking skinny like outbid me just, just enough that I couldn't like, you know, match the bid or whatever. And uh, and he did it on like a couple other pieces too. I was like, damn it, Skinny. <laughs> you know, he picked up like five pieces or something. And, and I, I managed to uh, get, pick two up. Um, I had made a post with the one that was blackbox.art's uh, buy crypto art glitchy piece and uh, another one as well. But th- this is another one of these like cool community, like holiday vibe type of things. And, you know, it's it's cool. You know, obviously we want more people and money flooding into this space but you know the bidding war was coming down to the wire and it's all 
everyone you recognize duking it out. It's like James <laughs> SW, Skeeny, myself, blackbox.art, you know, uh, and a few other people all in good, good fun, trying to, uh, outbid each other and take away some of these like really cool pieces that were put up there. And, uh, I just, I, I love the vibe, man. I feel like the, the community is so solid and doing all these like cool events together, like only makes that feeling of solidarity, uh, even stronger. So, uh, props to Skeeny. He outbid and outclicked me and, and came away <laughs> with some cool shit and made a cool post about it. Just, you know, promoting the event and uh, keeping it fresh in people's minds. So lo- love the initiative by blackbox.art and props to Skeeny for, uh, you know, scooping stuff out from under me. That's cool. I mean, I-, I can sympathize with you. I've been in a few, more than a few bidding wars where I've been on the losing end and ah, it's frustrating, especially when you have, when you have your eye on some particularly good works of art. But I mean, again, just echoing the Christmas vibes are so, so on point. Like I was not expecting all these events that are going on, uh, on scent within crypto voxels out in the, the larger crypto art stratosphere. Uh, it, it's so cool to see. And just, I'm a sucker for Christmas. So all these colors and all these like good feelings, it's, just, it's perfect. I mean, we're still small enough where, like you said, like we're, we're recognizing everyone that's doing everything right now. We should cherish that because this may be the last year that it's like that. Like who knows, like more and more people are are coming into the space. And I hear way more people saying that, damn, this shit is about to blow up. We're, we're about to be inundated with way more people. And when that happens, like we're going to see people fewer and far between. It'll just be more difficult to have these like nice, more small scale, good times with one another. So, but awesome, nice crisp episode this week enjoyed the chat as always but i'll let you run sounds good man always a pleasure and we will be in touch all right man later Podcast. Podcast.